0: Episode 276, The Rant, Rob Moses, Part 2, The Return. Assistant coach, Cardozo High School on the boys' side, 437 certified basketball official, and CEO of More Than a Game, a.k.a. MTG. It's been over 200 episodes since we sat down with Rob. That doesn't mean that he hasn't been on his grind. In this pod, we discuss those early moments where the pandemic hit and the rims were taken down, how life is different not having a PSAL season and not having a summer, and using this time wisely to focus on family and himself all that and more my conversation with rob now the rant has been brought to you by geo studios now open they are located one block south of westbury train station in the heart of long island new york looking to bring your art or event to life trying to record a podcast enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content it also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, a quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting, and most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The Rant has been brought to you by the revolutionary product for referees and all professionals alike. Neat Tux. What the tuck? Traditional shirt stays have been tried and true, but never accounted for those professionals that have shorts as uniforms. What do you do when you officiate soccer or lacrosse or even basketball in the summer? Don't forget about baseball umpires, too. Enter neat tucks, which come in style and active versions. Don't get it twisted. You can even wear them at your nine to five, too. Listeners of the rant can visit neatucks.com and enter the coupon code referee rant, one word, and receive 20% off your initial order. That's referee rant, one word. Happy tucking. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest by way of, I don't know if you're in Brooklyn. You might be in Brooklyn right now, but um, my man, boy 37, certified basketball official, of course, is on the same bench as uh, the legendary Ron Aclario at Cardozo in Queens. And of course, the CEO, founder of more than a game basketball, part two: The Return, Mr. Rob Moses. How are you, my friend?
1: Ralph, how you doing, man? I'm glad, I'm thankful to be back on.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. It's been like 300 ago, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So, listen, man, I-, I wish we could do this in person. Everything is, like, spiking up. I-, I don't even know what's going on. But, um, you know, we've always stayed connected through social media. And, you know, a lot has changed. I remember the last time I really, really spoke to you was, you know, kind of like that fall joint for uh, more than a game last season, which was probably around the same time. And I was like, man, I saw Keith, Keith Willis doing the game like, damn, I'm I'm missing now because I had a volleyball tournament that day. But, you know, everything got crazy, man. You You, you had your undefeated season, and then everything just kind of, like, went crazy. I guess we should talk about... During the beginning of the pandemic, when everything kind of got shut down, I know you were in the midst of your season. Just talk about first of all, how were you holding up with your family? How were you holding up, and when was the moment that you took all of this like real crazy and serious?
1: well, right now you know we still dealing with this this crazy pandemic you know it's it's really been tough. I had some family members that actually got sick you know they you know everybody got through it they you know it's it's's been its it has been real tough, but the moment I took it serious was when you know I, I haven't told anybody this publicly, but my mother got the, she got affected. Mm. And, you know, she didn't tell anybody right away. You know, she, she dealt with it and she told us last minute and it was really tough. You know, she was really going through it and, it, and um, you know, it was, it was a very emotional time. But uh, what was the other you said about the, the season?
0: Yeah, so I, I, I know, to... like, that was that was PSAL primetime. And I know, like, the city yeah. championship and all that. Was, so what, what was going on over there at that time?
1: With us, we had just got eliminated from the playoffs. So it really didn't affect us as much as a team. But uh, I know other teams that were getting ready to go into the, I think it was the quarterfinals or the semifinals. You know, I felt a little bad for those teams because a lot of those teams were hard to get there. Like uh, Brooklyn Collegiate and, um, you know, a couple of Brooklyn teams that had a chance to to really make some noise in the playoffs, in the semifinals. You know, they didn't get that opportunity because of the, the pandemic hit. And it was it was really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was tough for us as well. You know, we, we just had that elimination, and we were really going through it. And, and um, I mean, it was tough for everybody. You know, we're still going through it. You know, some of our players, you know, our seniors that we were expecting to have a good year this year might not get that opportunity because the season, as you know, has been postponed, and we don't even know if we're going to have a season. Right. So um, it's, it's been tough.
0: Yeah, yeah. And everything is like – You want to get basketball going, but then there's cases going on. And I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, when the sky felt like it was falling from March to April, you talk about May, they started taking their rims down. And one of the first thoughts that I had was like, there's going to be less than a game basketball this year because we ain't going to be having no rims. And I know it's, and it's just like, that's, that's the time that we all shine and we all together, you know what I'm saying? Doing positive things for the community. And of course the kids, Um, when was that moment that you felt like, man, this might affect more than a game?
1: Yeah, actually, I wasn't even thinking about that at the time because um, you know a lot of people getting infected, and then we started mm-hmm. hearing about a lot of deaths. You know, a lot of people passing away from the from the virus, and it was that's what wasn't even on my on my mind at that time. Like you said, when they took down the rims, you know, it, it got real. You know, I didn't really understand why it took the rims down if if, and then as time went on, I understood they didn't want people outside, and they, they figured you know we're starting to warm up, and they didn't want you know kids outside and and people socializing and gathering then I got an email not not too long after he started taking the rims down that it was going to cancel all the permits mm. uh through the city the city parks and thats what I knew it, it it might not be any summer basketball
0: right were you were you completely shocked and then also like inexplicably everything kind of opened up and I felt like after Memorial Day everyone was like you know what forget it man we threw all this stuff and and like now it's like it's it's crazy to think that when March and April, when everything was basically shutting down, we only had 6,000 cases. Now we damn near up to 90,000 and we acting like it's not there anymore. That's crazy right, to me. Right. Is that crazy
1: to you? It is crazy. You know, it, it seemed like everything kind of slowed down a little bit, then it picked back up. So I don't know. I don't know what we, what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. You know, the best thing we can do now was just to, to, to wash our hands and, and to wear our masks in public and, and just hope for the best.
0: Mm hmm. So then, th- there's this other thing that's going on. All of the uh, racial injustice that's been happening. Just really quickly, um, what are your thoughts with with everything like that? Did you participate in any protests or anything?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't participate. You know, I had to work a couple of protests. You know, I'm law no enforcement, so I had to work a couple mm-hmm. of them. But as far as the, the situation that's going on, it's it's sad. You know, I'm, I'm sure you. I, I, I saw some quotes. It's the memes about, you know, um, police brutality, mm-hmm. about, you know, it's been going on for a long time. It's just now getting caught on camera. Right. And that's real. You know, yeah. That's real. You know, there's a, there's a lot of cameras out now. So everybody's able to film what's going on and have their own opinion on certain things. And it's really sad. You know, it's really sad what's going on.
0: Yeah. And we listen, we hope uh, everybody that lost their lives, or we, we think of you and, and we hope that the energy stays same. And of course, we want to make sure that those protests and those rallies are, are continuously peaceful. And I hope that it at least has some sort of systematic change because I think everything is just completely going crazy. But I did want to get into your Cardozo season. I was just interested because I never really got a chance to speak to you on it. I know you guys were, were just like rolling for a while and then just inexplicably just I guess you, you ran through a brick wall. And then the season stops. So just talk about that experience. And I'm only telling you this because as an assistant coach of understanding what it's like to be undefeated, I I personally say to to kids, like, I don't like that undefeated chip because I I think it breeds complacency. I think sometimes you feel like you're better than everybody else and the work kind of stops. I always like to have like a couple of losses before playoffs time. So just talk of recap, uh, 2019, 2020, the the weirdest season that you probably had at Cardozo High School.
1: Well, you know, I'm 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 the same way. You know, I'm 50 50 on that. You know, on one hand, you know you're happy that you're you're rolling and everything is, is is going well for you guys. And then on the other hand, like you said, you got to keep these these kids focused because they are kids. You know, so you got to keep them focused and keep them on track on what what our goal is. So it's a 50 50. You want you want to celebrate a little bit, but at the same time, you want to keep them on that level playing field so and keep them hum- keep them humble. You know, that was a tough thing to do. But, you know, I don't want to make excuses, but, you know, we, we did have a great year. Mm-hmm. So, towards the end of the season, we did have some key injuries, and we did have some eligibility issues, and we lost a couple of kids, a couple of key key players due to academic reasons. And then, like I said, we had some some injuries that kind of hurt us down the stretch. But we still had enough pieces to, to, to try to get the job done or, or go as far as we could. But we ran into a really talented Carnesi high school team,
0: mm.
1: and um, you know they had that number that night. I think we lost by two or three points. I'm not. I'm not really remember. But it was a close game. It was a tight game. But you know we still had a great year. It was. It was very disappointing. You know because we had to. We we didn't lose. You know it's, it's hard. Like you said, you want to win as many games as you, as you can. But at the same time, you want to. Get a couple of losses so the kids can really understand how it feels to lose a game, and we didn't have that, you know, right during the season. You know, we, there was a couple of media outlets saying we haven't played anybody, we haven't did this, we haven't done that. But we, you know, we pretty much did our job. We yeah. played, the, we played the schedule that was in front of us. We played the team that was in front of us. We got the job done. You know, hopefully, you know, that the kids learned a lot during last season. You know, how to deal with adversity and how to stay focused. You know, it was, it was tough. It was a tough pill to swallow. It took us a couple of days to kind of swallow it. Mm-hmm. You know, Nuclerio, N- he's he's very competitive, so it took him a little longer. Probably still, he's probably still going through it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But we really had a really good team, and they did everything we asked them to do. You know, we just hit a, like you said, we hit a brick wall, and we had some injuries and, and eligibility issues, and just started the game, you know. So that's, 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 that's how
0: it was yeah listen I got a, I got a couple of ones um, undefeated till championship game end up taking the L it is probably the most heartbreaking thing that you could experience with the team because it's like you know you think about the totality of it I and mean, how many good memories of it I just think about those little instances of these kids feeling like they're invincible and of course like just you said they're kids right and then listen I want to set the record straight for anyone that doesn't coach when somebody tells me that um, you know Cardozo didn't play anybody. Kellenberg didn't play anybody. I don't make the schedule. Coach Moses don't make the schedule. I play who's on my schedule. And it's either win or loss. It's 50-50. If it just so happened to be 18-0 playing this team, that's not my fault. I didn't put anybody. I I I don't make the schedule. We only play who we play. But, you know, it's a good lesson for kids to learn because, you know, it's one of those things of like, if if you're doing so well, what else is there to work on? There still has to be that right. extra added motivation into that. Um, with this season, absolutely. With this season, because because I think it's very interesting of how high and how low it was in its totality. What do you think you learned about yourself during this season?
1: During the season, you know, mostly in practices, we you know I've learned to pay attention to more details in practice. You know, the undefeated season was great, but we I learned a lot as a coach just seeing how kids interact in practices and practices and the chemistry is very important. You know, a little, I, I just started to pay attention to the little things, you know, because like you said, we undefeated so there's not much you can really work on. You can't, it's hard to scream on a kid for doing something wrong when, you know, the record says that we're doing this right. You know what I mean? So that's what I kind of learned, just to pay attention to those little, those little details to nip, to nip in the butt doing practices.
0: Mm. Now, Going in through the pandemic, I'm sure that, you know, everybody in the PSAL, it just was probably just massive confusion. This school shutting down. Now we got to do online learning. Um, Talking about those kids that uh, ended up finishing the season inexplicably and now just worrying about the academic side of things. How have you stayed connected with your kids during the pandemic? Did you guys have any Zoom calls? Did you have any coaches' uh, virtual meetings with with the rest of the staff? Well,
1: when when it first jumped off, we really didn't. You know, we text and called back and forth. We didn't see each other. I think I might have saw one of my seniors who had just signed a of letter of intent to go to a um a junior college in in Atlanta, Georgia. I forgot the name of the school off the top of my head, but he, he his mom invited me to come. Me and the clerks to come down to to his signing celebration. You know, we all had on masks, we all in gloves. Other than that, I haven't really spoken to the guys. You know, the seniors I, I text once in a while I just check up on them, make sure they, you know, how they see how they doing and and. Yeah, they're catching up with their schoolwork and things like that. But there's no basketball going on. They're practicing, but there's no basketball. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of downtime. So they catching once in a while, check up on me and the family, and I do the same to them. Other than that, you know, the coaches, you know, now we started to do like little uh, preseason stuff outside, but nothing serious.
0: Mm. Yeah, and and also it's getting cold, so I, I don't know how this yeah, is gonna get. Cold. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I you mean, know, we, we don't we, have
1: we... any gym access. We don't have anything going on. Yeah. So we're trying to. You know, we're scrambling as well. We don't we don't even know we're gonna have a season. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, it's tough. It's
0: tough. Really quickly too, um, I just wanted to talk about the officiating piece because I like I told you last time when we spoke, I do find it amazing that you're a coach and also efficient. And just if you have any highlights of, of the last previous season, did you ref as much or did you kinda of take a back seat and coach more?
1: No, nah, I, I think, you know, I, I did a lot of games. I I normally do about ten to fifteen games every year. You know that's what my schedule allows me to do, and Bremer is really good. He normally gives me a, a nice schedule, but now nah, everything, as far as fishing, everything went smoothly. I didn't, you know what? I didn't do any JB player games this year, obviously because of the pandemic. But other than that, the regular season, I was I was pretty active as normal.
0: Mm. Also, I I did want to mention, first of all, I, I see you working hard in the gym, man. You you got the mask on, you on the treadmills, like, mad early. I see that you lost a considerable amount of weight. Just talk about that weight loss journey, and have you been staying focused with uh, a whole bunch of ice cream and TVs around with nothing else to do?
1: <laughs> you know what? When this when this pandemic first hit, you know, I told myself, we're going to be home for a long time. So I said, you know what? I don't want to get that quarantine weight. And it's not until, the you know, maybe until June, Maybe early August that I really got serious with it. I thought it, There was no gym, so I started walking, do a lot of walking in the park, and a lot of bike riding. Now the gym is open. I'm in the gym almost every day, just on the treadmill, hitting the weights, elliptical, everything I can possibly do. Just to, it wasn't really to lose weight. It was more like to, to keep busy mm. because I'm not. I'm not used to being home. I wasn't used to being home during the summertime. You know, normally during the summer I'm doing more than the game, summer tournament. So I'm always, you know, running around doing that. So I haven't really had any. I have a lot of free time, so I've been going to the gym. I've been working. I lost about twenty five pounds so far. Hey. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm looking. I'm. You know, I'm, like I said, I haven't. I, I didn't do it for the weight loss journey. I just started doing it, and then the weight just started coming off. Right. And now I'm now I'm addicted. Now I got it. I have to go to the gym every day now.
0: Yeah, now you gotta be so, a real re- Now you gotta be a full time yeah, ref. <laughs> yeah, now
1: it's, 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 it's getting crazy now, man. My, you know, my my wife and my my kids, they noticing the difference. You know, I got a lot of energy now, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to the season to start, so everybody can see the new transformation. Because mm. I haven't really seen anybody. I haven't seen anybody in the basketball community that much. So mm. it's, it's it's been fun. You yeah. know, it's, it's been fun.
0: That's awesome, man. I mean, listen. I see the JPEGs. I see you working. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I'm out there, man. I'm out there. I'm out. I'm, I'm working hard. Hopefully, when I see you in person, you'll 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 see the significant difference.
0: No doubt. In terms of more than a game, um, I, I that must have been very weird for you to not run it this year. Have you stayed connected with the staff and and just letting them know what the happenings are for in the future?
1: Yeah, you know, I it was it was tough to send out that initial email and and mass text to all of the teams and all of my staff members that normally we start setting up around may to let them know that you know it wasn't going to happen this year and you know everybody was devastated because it's been going off this is this would have been my my eighth summer out there you know it it was different initially but as time went on you know what i didn't even miss it you know i i needed this time to to kind of reboot my battery a little bit. I spent time with my family. I've been working out, you know. So it's I haven't really missed it as much as I thought I would, you know. As time is going on, I'm sure I'm going to miss it some more. But like I said, I it's, it's the pandemic has really shown me, you know, that I have to stay focused with family. I have to spend more time with family. Mm-hmm. And I, my health, My health is important. I haven't missed it, honestly. I haven't really missed it.
0: Yeah. Listen, a lot of people are yeah. like, man, you you you, Ralph the Ref, man. You, you do multiple sports. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I haven't really missed reffing. And, and also that's a testament to your mindset, right? Sometimes, you know, people try to fit a, a peg in a, in a square hole like, yo, it, reffing, reffing don't exist, bruh. You know what I mean? Coaching don't yeah, exist yeah. more than a basketball don't exist right now. How are you going right. to coexist with the world the way the cards have been given? And that's a testament to you that you've been able to pivot if there's one thing that you can highlight and say, this is what you learned in the pandemic. I think what I learned is, you know, I don't really miss as much basketball, and I I really enjoy making this art stuff. If there's one thing that you think that you learned about yourself, what do you think it would be?
1: Honestly, it, it have to be to take better care of my my health. Mm. You know, that's that's you know, I lost a, a close friend. He was also a referee. I'm not sure if you really if you met him. His name was Willie Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, Willie. Yeah, he he was a he was a guy that that you know when I first started to rap, he kind of mentored me without without actually being a mentor. I don't know if that makes any sense. It makes sense. But he was, yeah, he was he was always there to to show me you know what I'm doing right, give me a lot of pointers, and even even up until he passed away, he was used to give me he used to assign games, used to give me games all the time, and in in return I would always give him games at at my tournament. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's unfortunate. You know, he has a family and, and you know, he was a really good guy. You know, he was gonna be missed in, in the basketball world. The best thing I could do is, is just take care of my health, you know, try to lose as much weight as I can and, and eat properly and and um eat, like but I was telling somebody the other day, man, if you can eat properly, you can work out, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Mm. You know. But um that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned during this pandemic, is take care of your health.
0: Yeah. And listen, I, I wanna tell everyone just PSA, like I always say, everyone still remain safe. Be socially distanced, wash your hands, be responsible if you're gonna be. Try not to be in these super spreading events because I just wanna be I, I wanna be able to just see you give you a big hug when it's acceptable, right? And to the point where at least we're we're gonna visit ourselves on the other side. I don't wanna not be another Absolutely. side. You know what I'm saying? And I think people are losing yeah. sight of that. They're trying to make everything back to normal. And it's like, yo, this this is a thing that we we really can't control. And, you know, having said that in terms of when we're going to go back to normal, um, I know the PSAL has been on hold. I think they're going to make an announcement mid-January. Who knows what's going to happen with that? I know in Nassau, they're trying. And you know, in my high school, my season was postponed till March. And that's kind of like in a holding pattern. But, yo, the the gym that we we uh, we play in, I mean, it's, it's a lecture hall full of 300 kids. I know they're not going to take the Madison Square Garden uh, pyrotechnic crew to break it down just for a basketball game at 415 and yeah, then put it back. Cause that that's, important. that's right. the, yeah that's, that's not the priority. If you had a prediction, when do you think that the COVID-19 is going to end?
1: I, I, I really can't, I really can't say, you know, as far as, as far as PCL, I don't think it, it makes much sense to have a season because even if you do this, even if they do decide to have a season, you know, it's going to be very limited. The schedule is going to be short. They're probably not going to have any spectators, Right. You know, so it's it's going to be very different. You know, see, we, we look at the NBA bubble and we think that we can do that too, but we know that the NBA is all about money. Right. That's that's a, that's a billion dollar company, mm-hmm. so they're able to to stack everybody up in the bubble and, and play these games. Same thing with college; they can do the same thing. But high school, there's there's no money in it. You know, there's no there's no financial gain in it. The city will wind up spending so much money just to put together a, a half hour season. You know what I mean? So I, I don't. I don't think they should do it, but um, I think they said Cuomo was going to announce something sometime in in um November. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I don't think they should. It's, I don't I don't think it's really safe yet, but we'll see. We'll see what, what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. And I'm 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 happy that we're united in the same thought process. If I had a prediction, I think summer twenty twenty two, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's
1: yeah, yeah, it it, 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 it sounds reasonable though. It's it, that's,
0: that's reasonable. Yeah. Like, even they're talking about the NBA. They're trying to push it up to Christmas because they realize that they're not going to be able to have fans. And, like I said, just like you said, that's a billion dollar uh, business right there. Like, PSAL, I mean, I, just having kids just do super spreader events just to play basketball. It just doesn't sound right. I don't know. It doesn't That's make.
1: Me. It doesn't make. It doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: man. And hopefully, more than a game, at least comes back next summer because it is outdoors. So hopefully, they don't put the rims down. But we will see, man. Um, I'm happy to hear from you. Any final words you want to say before we part ways?
1: You know, just the same thing you said. Just I wish everybody to be safe. Wash your hands. Wear those masks. Just be careful. And I wish you the best. I see you. Um, you still out here working. Yeah, man. Doing your interviews. And I remember I was one of the first guys you. You called up. I think I was number fifty. uh 52 <laughs> Yeah, man. I think you are up to almost two hundred right now, right? I'm almost, at, I'm almost at.
0: I'm almost at three hundred.
1: See, yeah, man, you working? So I, you know, I, I'm watching you. I'm listening to you. You know, keep up the good work. And um if you ever need anything, you know my number. Yes, Hit sir. me up. I got you.
0: I appreciate you, man. And for Rob Moses, this is Ralph the Ref. This is the rant. We are signing out. Peace.